present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week in Brighton. Brighton is now a bustling resort, but the numbers visiting only really started to grow in the 1760s when Dr. Richard Russell claimed that drinking Brighton seawater would cure ailments such as asthma, rickets and impotence. <laughs> this came as good news to the Prime Minister, William Pitt, or as he was affectionately known, Wheezy Bandy Floppy Willie. <laughs> Brighton's first modern shopping centre was built in the 1960s. Called Churchill Square, it was named in memory of the great wartime leader. And it was modelled on his concrete bunker. <laughs> Famous Brighton residents include Jordan and husband Peter Andre. Rumours abound that their marriage is in fact a sham and the paparazzi are constantly trying to get photos of the pretend pair falling out. <laughs> One of Brighton's great unsung heroes recently retired. 80-year-old Ted Latham was the town's longest-serving deck chair attendant until last month, when he collapsed on the beach and it took three people... <laughs> and it took three people half an hour to put him back up again. We're coming to you today from the splendid Brighton Dome. Now listed and recently restored, Grade 2 regulations require that nothing is allowed in the dome which might be out of keeping with its original pre-war interior. <laughs> Let's meet the teams. <laughs> they are on my left, Barry Cryer and Graham Garden. And on my right, Tim Brooke-Taylor and Jack D. And please welcome our delightful scorer, Samantha. And as we're guests of the Brighton Comedy Festival, Samantha has been out combing the back streets in search of some quick-fire stand-up acts. Okay, we, okay, we kick off with a round called Uxbridge English Dictionary. The meanings of many words change over time, and I'd like the teams to share with us any new definitions they may have spotted. And, Graham, you can start. Um, mumps. Heaps of unwanted mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Lead me to it. <clears throat> Take you to the mump. <laughs> Tim? Cursory, where young children learn to swear. Very. Halitosis, athlete's foot caused by a comet. <laughs> Jack? Email, what they say up north when the postman arrives. <laughs> Bacchanalian, to bet on a Martian. 
chiropractice, getting ready to go to Egypt. <laughs> Senile, what to do in Egypt. Canapé, Scottish, inability to settle your bills. Canaloni, Scott's refusal to give you an overdraft. <laughs> Acne, walking stick for dyslexics. <laughs> Warming, a Geordie's Chinese vase. <laughs> Bin men, people who were Melbourne are now female. Groin, the go light in Birmingham. <laughs> Thesaurus, condition caused by eating the hot curry. <laughs> Amish, rather like an arm. Caesarean section, part of a salad. Navigate, scandal concerning road diggers. The teams are going to sing along with a selection of well-known discs now in the round called Pick Up Song. Samantha had, Samantha had some difficulty obtaining the records this week as relations with the gramophone library have become strained. The archivists in the vinyl section are concerned that her failure to return all the singles she's borrowed will have long-term financial implications for the library. They say Samantha has had nearly all their seven inches out this month. <laughs> and they warn that they could end up stuck in arrears. Samantha is now back at the turntable and ready to give the chosen discs a spin. You should sing along with the records teams until at my signal, Samantha turns the volume down. And if on the music's return you're within a bee's kneecap of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. Heidi, Heidi, hi. <laughs> prizes. <laughs> Too late. This week's prize is certain to eradicate the creeping effect of marine mollusk damage to aging skin. It's this Nivea anti-winkle cream. <laughs> Barry, you're to start, and I'd like you to accompany the ink spots singing Whispering Grass. Why do you whisper green grass? Why tell the trees what ain't so? Oh, whispering grass, the trees don't have to know. No, no. Why tell them all your secrets? Who kissed there long ago? Whispering grass, the trees don't need to know. 
Now don't you tell it to the breeze, cause she'll just run and tell it to the birds and bees. And everyone will know I'm telling you, honey lamb, honey child, honey roast. Because you done told a blabbering tree. What? Okay, you're next, Graham. I'd like you to accompany Noel Harrison singing The Windmills of Your Mind. Round like a circle in a spiral, like a wheel within a wheel, never ending or beginning on an ever-spinning wheel, like a snowball down a mountain or a carnival balloon, like a carousel that's turning, running rings around the moon, like a clock whose hands are sweeping past the minutes on its face, and the world is like an apple whirling silently in space, like the circles that you find in the windmills of your mind, like a tunnel that you follow <laughs> to a tunnel of its own, and a hollow to a cavern where the sun is ever free. Now, Tim, would you accompany the proclaimers singing I'm on, <laughs> singing, I'm on my way? I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm on my way to what I want from this world. And years from now, you'll make it to the next world. And everything that you receive up yonder is what you give to me the key of wonder. I took a right, I took a right to turning yesterday. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I took a right, I took a right to And finally, will you, Jax, please I, accompany... I love to sing and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and finally, Jack, please accompany Stephanie de Sykes singing Born with a Smile on My Face. Born with a smile on my face The whole of my life's been a pantomime Born with the need to embrace The life of a clown telling rhymes La 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 I'm here to help your leisure To give you pleasure Practice to please you Try to tease you, make you feel fine, inject some sunshine, make you feel good. Oh, can I say I think you ruined that by clapping? <laughs> the teams are going to give full vent to their thespian skills now in the game called Sound Charades. This is based on the erstwhile TV favourite, Give Us a Clue, where celebrities mind the titles of songs, books or films. The undisputed grandmaster of the game was Lionel Blair. But following the show's demise, it seems his fortunes may be at a low ebb. 
Christopher Biggins was saying recently how he met him in the street and Lana asked if he could bum him for a fiver. <laughs> Tim and Jack, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. The last of the Mohicans. The last of the Mohicans. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham. Off you go, Tim and Jack. Uh, four words. Um, it's a book, film, television programme, and it goes like this. Morning, sir. Do you have a reservation? You having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> been on holiday, sir? Yes, I have, actually. I've been to Butlins. I didn't like it much. I, uh, I didn't like the red coats. Really? <laughs> And how would you like it, sir? Uh, I think I'd go for, uh, go for the usual. Short back and sides, please. But just, just leave a long bit in the middle. <laughs> the end. Anything it's the last of Mohicans. Pretend I did. Could you just pretend I, for the sake of the programme you haven't heard anything? The money's on I, you to win this round, you know guess. that. I did that for your benefit, Tim, because you said it was four words and it's bloody five. But, was it last of the Mohicans? <laughs> well, it can't have been because our chairman says it's five words. No, but there's, there's no there. It's, 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 it's no first there. Exactly there's a there on my card, and it's, there's a there on my card. Yeah, but you're not meant to have read your card. <laughs> don't, don't, it, don't old people argue about the most stupid things. <laughs> is it there uh, or isn't it? No, Five or four words, we no. don't know. <laughs> now, I think you'll find it had a there in front of it. <laughs> I fought a war for the likes of you. <laughs> You died in one, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> it's your turn, Barry. I think this is an improvement to what we used to do. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so, uh, would that I could give you the answers to everything. We'd be back. <laughs> I'd be back home in bed now. So... It's your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title is now being exhibited on the laser display board, and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Rumblefish. Rumblefish. The film. One word. If that's all right with you, Humph. <laughs> and here it is. Dougal! Amy! Yeah. Uh, you'll have had your tea. Well, <laughs> well no, actually, oh. but I couldn't help noticing you've got plenty to go round. <laughs> I'll keep it to yourself. Uh, well, uh, will you take a little Finn and Haddock? Oh, no. No, oh. old friend, no, no, no. Oh. I'll pass on that one. Oh. oh, it doesn't agree with me, no. No, no, no. come on, just... just... Just take a wee bitty. You're not aware of the consequences. Oh, the hell with the consequences. Here we are, open wide. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Oh, it looks like rain. 
Is it to do? Is the, the fish is a big part of it? Ah, yes, it is a part of it. Yes. Yeah. Is it swordfish? No. Along the right lines. Uh, oh, fish. Uh, rumblefish, is it? Oh. I, I just wanted to get in before Humph. <laughs> it's now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. Oh. Before we start, I noticed that our first Christmas card has arrived and that the postal service is getting slower than ever. The card comes from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Yoko Ono, Is it true your name is Japanese for one egg? Sayonara for now, Mrs. Trellis. P.S. I swear by your soap powder. Come on with the game, and this week we'll be playing an exciting and highly skilled variant entitled Speed Mornington Crescent, in which players must complete their moves within a strict time limit. Each player has been provided with a special clock, which he must activate when it's his turn to make a move, and deactivate when he's made his move. In the unlikely event that the time elapses before a move is made, that player is eliminated. Stations are high in this game, of course, And I'd like you to start, Tim, so please activate your clock now. Um, it says stations are high. Is that right? Stations, stations are, are high, high yes. right. Euston uh, Road. Yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. Euston Road. Euston Road. Oh, boy. Time, time. Sand's running out. Da, 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 da. North Acton. Ooh. <laughs> Close. Right, well, if stations are high, uh, yeah. Marble Arch. No, no. Now, I'm thinking of starting the clock. <laughs> um, stations are high. I'll go for Victoria. I think what I'm going to do is go for Finchley... Uh, no, I don't know mm. about that. No, uh, Platts Lane. Mm. Oh. oh. Yeah. That was a bit lucky. Yeah. Just, I have to admit, that was luck. Right. Here I go with the clock. St John's... Oh, oh no. <laughs> Barry, you're out. All right. <laughs> Carry so, on, Jack. Carry on, Jack. Thank you. Uh, embankment. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Now, this ah. audience knows a good Mornington Crescent one day here. <laughs> right, now I can do St. John. Oh. Ah! <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, you it's... clock teaser. Okay, Graham, you're right. Well, it's between Jack and myself, then, is it, huh? It's between you and your teammate. Okay, so, okay. Well, I think I've got to go with Patterson Road, I think. Hmm. Which, uh, Patterson Road? <sighs> Berwick Street. Oh, very good. Thank you. Um, 
Parsons. Oh! <laughs> oh. Tim? You're right, Tim. Oh, no, the shame of it. Carry on, Jack. <laughs> I've, uh, then. Mornington Crescent. We now move on to a round that takes a look at the world of... <laughs> Sorry, that, that new Pink Floyd album is a disappointment, isn't it? <laughs> we now move on to a round that takes a look at the world of greetings cards. Browsing in W.H. Smith's recently, I noticed there are now cards for every occasion. Congratulations on getting married. After the arrival of a new baby, you've passed your cycling proficiency test on the occasion of your 95th birthday. Well, you deserve a card if you had a day like that. <laughs> now, I brought along a selection of the opening lines from genuine greetings card poems on various subjects. I'd like you, please, teams, to suggest what the final lines might be. Okay, Barry, you can complete this one. It's a happy autumn card. <laughs> trade, in your, trade in your teeny bikini. Roll down the cuffs on your sleeves. Take off those high heels and panties and get back in the kitchen, Jeeves. <laughs> Very near. Take in a breath of sweet autumn air and jump in a pile of leaves. <laughs> Huts. Your turn, Graham, for you to finish off. I have an apology card. I'm sorry it's just two little words, but they're words I have to say for the pain that I have caused you in my terrible, thoughtless way. Reminder, your next dental appointment is January the <laughs> The answer is two words I begged from you in return would give me the will to live. <laughs> Just two little words are all I ask. Those two little words are, I forgive. Oh, oh lovely. <laughs> Nevertheless, your next dental appointment is... <laughs> Jack, for you to finish, I've got for you a card to a grandmother. She's gentle and sweet and very petite. She's bold and strong. She'll help you along. I'd visit her more often, but she doesn't have pong. <laughs> The answer is she's old-fashioned, she's great, a friend and best mate. There's simply no other quite like our grandmother. <laughs> she did not pong. <laughs> and finally, Tim, yeah. one for you to complete, and it's a get-well card. Oh. Who feels good to be alive? Who wants to laugh and sing? Who wants to leap like salmon or jump like lambs in spring? Not you, you're in traction. <laughs> The real answer is, who wants to climb a mountain, fly a spaceship to the moon? Who feels as good as ever? You will very soon. <laughs> Here are some for any of you to have a go at. The first is a card for a new arrival. Ten little fingers, two little eyes, one little nose, button size. Enclosed. <laughs> the answer is, a wish is fulfilled, a dream has come true. Congratulations to all of you. And there'll now be a break in transmission while I throw up. <laughs> Here's another. This time I have a pregnancy card. <laughs> Deep within your body, a tiny life is growing. Congratulations, darling. Is that the time I'm going? 
The answer is, though inside you are nervous, outside you are glowing. Ah, lovely. Here's another one. This line is a card to a grandfather. Grandfather, you can always bank on my love. It's both credit and totally interest-free. And as you approach the end of life's journey, just sign this and grant me power of attorney. <laughs> and the answer is 24-7 armchair banking for you at the family bank here in my heart with me. Oh, God. Okay, here's the last one, thank God. And it's a card on becoming grandparents, an extension of your family, grandparents you've become... Or as they say, Middlesbrough, well done, you're 21. <laughs> the answer is, let's lift the glass and celebrate the new life that's just begun. It doesn't uh, rhyme, and they're all, yeah. thank God they're over. <laughs> it's very nearly the end of the show. Well, I notice it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to fit in a round of Unhealthy Eaters Film Club. <laughs> Samantha is off out now to meet her new gentleman friend who's always trying to get her to eat in Burger King. Well, tonight she says she's going to take great pleasure in telling him exactly where he can stick his whopper. <laughs> so, while she's away seeing him, I'll ask the teams to suggest titles of films likely to appeal to those who enjoy eating unhealthy food. And you can start this one, Jack. Uh, a pot of chips now. <laughs> Tim. Lord of the Rings. Barry. For your size only. <laughs> Ray. Edward Sausage Hands. <laughs> A chocolate orange. The pie who shagged me. <laughs> when Harry ate salad. Gobbin Pud, Thief of Mince. <laughs> the Sandwiches of Eastwick. <laughs> Sylvester 17 Stone in Chockey. <laughs> Tea Biscuit. <laughs> Chockey 2. <laughs> The good, the kebab, and the ugly. <laughs> Chockies. Very Moorish, these Chockies, aren't they? <laughs> the cook, the thief, his wife, and her blubber. <laughs> Bring me the fried bread of Alfredo. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen, as the lava of time eats into the granny smith of eternity... And the Smith family make a note not to take her up Vesuvius again. <laughs> I notice it's the end of the show, so from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good folk of Brighton, it's goodbye. Barry Fryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor, and Jack Dee were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson, and the producer was John Naismith.